Hey there, welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. And if you're new, welcome on in. Well, we're in Matthew chapter 25. And just to remind you, Jesus in Matthew 24 and 25 is talking about, well, the end of the world. <laughs> he's talking about when he's going to return and what it's going to look like on earth when he returns and what's his expectations, right, of us who are here when he returns. So he's talking about a lot of different things. So we're in verse 14 in chapter 25, and he tells a story, gives a parable um, about money, using money, stuff, and things. Now, why does he do that? See, when Jesus uses parables, the first thing is it has to be understandable. People have to get the, the natural meaning pretty quick. All right. And then there's a spiritual meaning. And in this story, Jesus uh, really lays it out just very, very clearly. And, and I think you'll really appreciate it. So here's what he says, talking about what he's expecting to find when he comes back. So here it is. For when, when the Lord returns, he said, it'll be like this. It'll be like a man going on a journey, not moving forever, not never coming back, but just going on a trip who called his servants together and entrusted them with his property. So he calls his workers together. The things that are most important to him said, I am going to give you this property. I'm entrusting you are now a steward. You now have to do with my stuff as I would do with my stuff if I were still here. So that's the principle. He goes on and says, to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to one and to another one, each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them and made five more talents. So also he who had two talents went and made two more talents. But he would receive the one talent, went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Now, I want you to look at this. It was a long time. Uh, they could have gotten lazy. They could have just been sluggish. They could have not done the right things because it was a long time. And so when the master came back, he's going to settle accounts. Now, what's the motivation behind settling accounts? Well, it's a couple. One, you settle accounts to make sure people have been responsible. You settle accounts to make sure people who have done a good job get rewarded. And then you settle accounts to make sure those who are detrimental to your industry or enterprise, whatever it might be, are removed. So he comes to settle accounts. And so he goes on, he says this. So... And he who had received five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here, I have made you five more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. So what's Jesus saying here? He's saying, look, you've done a great job, so you are absolutely going to be rewarded for the wonderful job you've done. Then he goes on, he says this, and, and he also said to the one who had two talents, he came forward saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I've made you two more talents. His master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. Now it's interesting to know, even though the one with five talents made more money as far as actual money, percentage wise, both people did the same. Now, why does Jesus put it like this? Look, because there's equality in effort. There's not equality in gifting. The Holy Spirit gifts. God gifts at different levels and different abilities. But what God judges isn't the result in a quantitative sense, but it's, it's the fact, have you done the best with what you have? You might be the most gifted writer in the world, right? 
and you could write and write and write and produce unbelievable books and got for the for the sake of the kingdom and god's going to say great good for you and then there might be another writer who's far less capable than you whose results are far less what yours are but god's going to look at them and say the same thing why because it's about equal effort and equal wisdom so that's the point there. So he goes on and says, now his master said, good, well done, enter to your rest, because I made you little over, I, I gave you little, now I will make you rule over much. So he goes on and says, now he also had received the one talent, came forward saying, master, I knew you to be a hard man, um, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you do not scatter seed. So I was afraid. So I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. So he gave him the talent. But his master answered, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. In other words, he invests and makes money on investing. His money makes money rather than him going to work for it. That's sort of the principle. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers. And at my coming, I should have received what was my own with interest. I gave this to you. It should have expanded. That's the point. What I, I deposited in you gifts, it should have moved ahead. So take the talent from him and give it to, to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has uh, more will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant, the one who is lawful, into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Here's what he says. At the time of my coming, I'm looking at people and I'm going to call an account what people have done with what I've given them. Those who have had maximum effort, who've tried hard, who've disciplined themselves, who have kept their priorities right and, and really understood that one day they're going to answer to me, those people are going to be rewarded. The others, frankly, will not. Take what God has given you and enjoy the journey bless others maximize your ability don't retire don't sit on the bench <laughs> stay in the game and watch god do amazing things with what he's invested and entrusted you and in that day you'll be able to say thank you lord for the opportunity to serve and he'll say well done good and faithful servant i gave you a little now i'm making you a master over much and oh by the way you'll have unbelievable grace for your journey between here and there let me pray for you. Father, love you so much. Thank you for today. Help us to be servants who work hard, who work smart, who do the right things with what you've entrusted to us. To your glory alone, Lord, we want to live. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. We'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.